Table slice of shade. It's your girl Naidichi in the place to be. It's wait what? I love my intro every time. <laughs> it's Zibs live in the flesh, raw, uncut. Yeah, like guys, summer. I feel like summer just started. Oh, we, we, we go again. No, like they go say, again. summer's over, but summer really oh, just started. We go again. It is heat wave season. I don't know what's going on. I'm currently in a bikini top and shorts. I'm oh, not wearing it. Yes. Funny. Like I'm okay. not like, I woke up this morning drenched in sweat. I said, okay. Like every, like there's a period in the UK where you're just like, do I need a fan? Should I get a fan? Why don't I have a fan? Yeah. And like all summer I was like, I'm cool. I need no fan this year. Yeah. September. And also, I hate the way fans look. Yeah, I they're so them. ugly. Something about a white fan it looks so good. It just reminds me of Nigeria. It just gives yeah. Like, it's like, do you know what Nini Leaks is like? Not the white fan. <laughs> that is how I feel about a white fan. I yeah. Just, I, 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 and it just blows hot air. It doesn't really do anything. Yeah, we still have those giant ACs from back in the day. Do you? In your house? Yeah. Love that. I can't lie. If it's not AC, I don't want it. If it's not AC. 100%. Because like, no. It's ridiculous. And that's the thing. I feel like the UK isn't like the rest of Europe where they just have AC as a standard. Mm. So like you're hot and you're just going into places and you're more hot. Like if I was in the office right now, like I'd be dying. Because there's no, there's no AC. Like offices, unless it's like really big buildings. Like even when I was working at like, I can't say the name of the company, but when I was working on like a big, with a big company, they didn't have no AC in their buildings. I was like, this is kind of ghetto. It's kind of ghetto. Like everyone's just fanning themselves, like these little mini fans. I'm trying to open up the windows. I was like, "Mm, I'm not liking this. My office gets too cold. That's a good problem to have though. Right now, it's a good problem to have. But when it's not even that hot outside in the summer, I have to bring a jumper into work. Do you know what? I just probably keep it there. Like a little cardigan in the office. That's the thing. You like doing like the most for, for work. Like you this, have a cute fit. This is my thing. Get, if you don't like your job, I kid you not, dressing up in the morning to go to work will make you like your job. It definitely. It will motivate you to go. Well, it motivates me to go. Can't really. Like going to the gym and buying good cute gym wear. Exactly. It makes you want to go to the gym just because I get to wear my gym Yeah, wear. if you don't like your job, you don't like your job. The outfit is not like, bro, when I was working in retail, what? Oh my God, I hated that job. You're lucky I'm there on time. So <laughs> now you want to be talking about the outfit looking cute. Uh, no, okay, I think it definitely depends on you, like, It's because you like your job. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to look cute. Yeah, like I like I, what I I'm doing. Girls, I serve. Exactly. Serve every time, every time. But if you don't want to be there, fuck that. No, true. I remember when I met up with one of my friends after work because um, she works near me. And like, we, I couldn't even see her. So we're walking out together. We're walking towards each other and I couldn't actually see her. And then she was in place. She was like, night off. What the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> what were you wearing? I was wearing like kitten heels, sort of kitten heels, cream like long line trousers, and Cute. Like, pink off the shoulders are on top. Barbie! Hi! My outfit was giving panty. It was Cunts. very cute. Love it. And she's like, Naya, you have dressed up for work. Yeah. Why are you doing this? I'm like, this is me on a regular Wednesday. This is just me. This is just it's not even dressing day. up. This is me. This is what I have in my wardrobe. This is the standard. This is what I have. Yeah. And she's like, Naya, like, I honestly don't have it in me. I'm like, that's fair. But me, me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me, I have it no, 100%, 100%. I feel like I I'm that way now just as a standard. Yeah. Because I feel like it 26, I can't be going, there's no, oh, I just went to the shop outfit anymore. Yeah. No, there's none of that no, anymore. No, 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 no. Like if I'm in my house, cool, 
do you know what I mean? It's different. But if I'm leaving... I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying, okay? I'm trying. But when I leave the house... Yeah. I am a firm believer of... I hate people when people say I'm saving this outfit for an occasion. I don't don't understand that, you know. Life is a bloody occasion. You should always, always, always want to look your best. I think looking your best goes in tandem with feeling your best. When you feel 100%, you feel 100%. 100%. And no one can tell you shit. Yeah. Like, it's so cute when people come up to you in the office like, Naya, like, since you've been working here, everybody else has been dressing better. Duh. I'm like, well, as they should. Right. Because we're setting a standard. Per. Like, that's just a conversation. Naya, what are you going to wear today? I'm like, I don't know. It depends how I feel. Fashionista of the office. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, but I think that also does come from, as you said, like enjoying your job. Like, and I don't know. I guess some places. I think you're lucky as well. Like some places, maybe you can't even wear like a little pink, you know, a pink blazer or a kitten heel. Like I feel like there are some places that have quite strict dress codes. If it's like a formal dress code, formal doesn't mean black. But I think some people feel like formal. But that's the thing. You're you're very confident within yourself to experiment with formal there yeah. are some people that will see formal and just feel like black white navies they, they might not feel that comfortable especially if you're like the only girl in the office for example True. you just feel True. like let me just fit in i don't necessarily want to stand out yeah. whereas like you give me l woods vibe oh, do you know what i mean yes, you then, give me l woods and then it's but do you see honest. what i mean but there was nothing wrong with l woods yeah. like l woods was to the standard very, very but it was do you get what I'm trying to say? Me, so not me. everyone can make a pink. Yeah. Some people have it in them. Others, I don't know. Not so much. Yeah. But even when it comes to like going to the shop, like running an errand, like I have set outfits just to run errands in. Cute. It just makes you feel so much better. And where I still live in this ta- same area that I grew up in, I bump into a lot of people from Do school. you? From back in the day. And I never want to be caught slipping. Sorry. No. <laughs> not me. Ain't gonna catch me. I'm slipping. trying to think if I've ever been caught slipping. Oh, yes. Oh my god, it was so bad. Oh my god, stop! Did you? I was dri- literally driving into my house, and someone was walking past my house. And bearing in mind, this was ugh. right. So I had to quickly. I still wanted KFC, mm. okay, so I ran to the KFC drive-through, went around the drive-through, came back home with me and my sister with her KFC. Mm. She was like, "Okay, mum was like, I need to ask if you're eating mince too." <laughs> of, co- of course you did. You know what I mean? Of course you, you did. The drive-through. You're not really getting dressed up because you're not leaving your car. You're going At from your all car, the drive-through. Yeah. And back into the house. So Duh. I was in my pajamas. Of course. So Even like, with the Crocs as well. Uh, with the Crocs. Right. With the Crocs. That part. <laughs> and the fluffy socks too. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the fit. So my mum goes, oh, yeah, I need to master because I need to make my stew. And like, she's making stew right now. Uh, you got to go. Right. You got to go. Like, no excuses. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. So I put back on my Crocs and I run to cart down the road. Mm-hmm. And then as I come back in, I'm holding a smile puree. I've got my bonnet on and Woo! my pyjamas. I'm Woo! running back into the house. Woo! Why is it I see it? my friend from school walk past? Oh, no. Why does he call my name? The thing is, as well, if you catch me slipping, don't make it known that don't you've make, caught me. Don't make it known. Just, we both know. I wouldn't have seen you. It. it was fine. 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 What are you saying? What are you doing now? How are you? How are you? How's your mum? How's your brother? I don't want to fucking chat. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I just, I was just going to bed. Do you know what I mean? I'm so sorry to you feeling like this, but um, yeah, I've been caught slipping. So now I'm like, that can never happen again. Facts. Everywhere I go. Not outside your own house, Jesus. I'm not safe in these streets. You're not. I'm not safe. You're really not. not That's the thing. I feel like because I've moved out of the area that I kind of mm, went to school in, that's Mm. the better word, I don't really see people. And then when I do see people as well, I'm one of those people, I will see you, you will see me, but we will not have a... Right. No conversation. We just... we I I acknowledgement. That's Mm. all. 
the moment your mouth starts to move, I'm, <laughs> I'm somewhere else. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Yeah. If we don't talk now. If we don't talk then and we don't talk now, like, why are we talking Do now? you know what it is as well? I really hate small talk. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So it's like, even I remember someone was like, oh, we should do like a high school reunion of 10 years. I was like, that would be great. But I actually speak to everyone that I want to speak to from yeah. high school. Yeah. So it would just be like that random day where I'm kind of acting like I care about what you lot are doing, mm. but I don't because mm. I have you all on LinkedIn. So. God, I hate when I see people from the office. Just, I hate it. You hate LinkedIn? I don't really like LinkedIn, no. Do you not? No. Why? I think it's so pretentious. Do you like, think? I think for me, like, I'm not really a career girly. If I was a career girly, I would care, but I'm really like, I'm not. What do you mean career girly? What does I that mean? That, like, oh my God, the care. losers that post on like LinkedIn. <laughs> no, the ones, like, today I did oh, this, yeah. words of wisdom, yeah. Monday motivation. Yeah. You can do it, guys. Yeah. I applied for a hundred jobs, but I got one. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking loser. <laughs> oh, so, it's just so embarrassing. Like, for some people it works. If you're into that, like, you want to get into that career, you want to really get with your net- network and the peers, I get it. Do you know what I mean? I completely get it. For me, I'm like, my personality sells me. Right. So any job that I want, I have, I put the common confidence. I always get it. Per. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. if I don't get it, it's because I'm not meant to be there. Facts. So it's very, like, I just, I'm just not, I'm only going on LinkedIn if I'm looking for a new job. That's mm. what I, mean. I don't post, I don't see anything, I don't really care. Just don't care. I think LinkedIn is good. There's different ways that you can use it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially if you're like coming out of uni as well. If you're coming out of uni, it's the place to be, to find like recruiters and stuff. Yes, 100%. Definitely. I do recommend it for like when you're looking for a job. It is very good. But I'm just not a career girl. Yeah. It's very cringe. There are a lot of people in there that I'm just like, ugh. It's so cringe. I think the worst one is like, because I work in like media buying, we work for a really, really high high net worth client. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people that we reach out to, when they find out who our client is, they literally, I feel like they lick our ass. Do you know what I mean? Like they mm. lick our ass just so that they can get that thing on their portfolio. Of course. Like I spoke to one vendor one time. Why is this man CEO adding me on, on LinkedIn? Why are you on my LinkedIn? I didn't even speak to you. I spoke to your, someone way beneath you. But you're now adding, the CEOs are adding me on LinkedIn. Weird. So weird. Mm. And it's just stuff like that. I'm like, you're, you're just so cringe. You just want me to remember. Oh, it's just, it's so cringe. I can't explain it. Yeah. I can't lie. If I meet someone, what? If I meet someone and they're, they're someone of importance, every time I have a meeting with that person, LinkedIn, 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 LinkedIn. Yeah, no, no. That is who I am. Hello. But if I've never spoken to you before, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Only if we have a relationship. And I think for me... I like it as well because the people that I follow or connect with on LinkedIn are either actively posting things mm. that I just wouldn't see elsewhere, if that makes yeah, sense. I so I think for me, it's good, but I think it's so weird. Like there are so many like spam messages that you can receive as well from like absolute weirdos or people who will connect with you that you don't know. Similarly, like there's, have you heard of the dots? Yeah, yeah, the dots. Even on the dots. Bro, I hate that. I would put, post my work there and people I haven't worked with are trying to claim credit for my work. I was beefing one girl in the messages like, when did you work on this project? Mm. She's like, oh, I work with the company now. Okay, so but when did when you, you work, work on the project? project? Yeah. Like, are you mad or mad? No. Like, I've ne- pe- people are really crazy. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. I guess the, 
like right now it is a hard time like finding jobs securing jobs and etc so i guess people want to just have credit anywhere same way that guy's connecting with you because it's like if i can get what i can get let me run with it Mm -hmm. i'm with this girl but i don't know man i think meeting people in person makes more sense but i feel like it's very hard to connect like post-covid with people like yeah i don't feel like there are networking events anymore or yeah not that i know no no but what would you say to like a student or someone that's in uni or towards the end of their university experience because i think like the hardest part of leaving uni is figuring out what you're going to do afterwards mm. so I, I know that was the case for me like i was literally a wanderer yeah after uni. but like do you have any advice looking back now as to what you would have done differently or what they should probably do now? I don't know, man. I think I still don't know what I want to do. I'm probably the worst person to ask this question for too. Mm. I think as well, I went to uni with a plan. Yeah. So in my head, it was like, I'm what was your plan? so it was like, I wanted to work. I always knew I wanted to work for like charities or like the UN NGO. doing some type of, yeah, doing some type of something. I, didn't, I wasn't sure exactly what it was, but I knew that I wanted to make an impact. Mm. So my plan was go to uni, any UN job, any serious job that I wanted to do. I looked on like, so I think I went on the UN website. I looked at like the head of like, I think it was like peacekeeping or something like that. So I was like, I want to do that job one day. I was like, okay, what does this, what does this person need to do this? I, I was obviously in uni, yeah. could not apply for this job, yeah, duh. Yeah. But it was like masters, this amount of work experience, working abroad, X, Y, Z. So for me, it was like, okay, cool, I'm going to get a master's, I'm going to learn a language, I'm going to work abroad. Mm. I had my plan. Like, I knew exactly what I was going to do in order to... I didn't know the job, but I knew where I wanted to be organisation-wise, space-wise, the type of work I wanted to do. So I think, yeah, for me, I always had a plan. Like, it was go to uni, get a master's, work abroad, and apply. That was literally it. So is that plan still the plan you have now, or has that deviated? That's why I said I don't know what I want to do with my... I still don't know what I want to do. I don't think anyone... I feel like what you want to do in life constantly changes. It, it, and it has to. That's, that's healthy. It's just like the right now. Like, I don't think there's any way to do uni. I don't think there's any way to do anything. If I... The, the young people that I work with now, I even tell them not to go to uni. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, me neither. In my opinion. I mean, it depends what you want to do, but I don't... If, unless you want to be a doctor, don't a do lawyer, it. An even a lawyer, I wouldn't recommend it. Just do the courses and do the LPC. I don't understand why you need to... You don't need a law degree to, to be a lawyer. Mm. Like... <laughs> Go stack yeah. your coin. <laughs> yeah, no, a, a lot of businesses now on no longer no longer require you to have a degree. However, the one I work at now, they did. They mm. didn't ask for like a, like a proof of my latest degree. So it, yeah. dep- it literally just depends on the company. That's the thing. But you I, but I you can do you. you can do uni at any time. I agree. No, I completely <laughs> agree with you. I don't. I think asking eighteen year olds. To make a decision as big as uni, which is like Bruh. debt that's gonna follow you. What to do your, you want to do for the rest of your life? Is a bit much. Who the fuck knew at eighteen, bro? What? Why did I study politics and international relations? Because I you love loved politics. it. I still love politics. I still find it interesting, but not enough to work in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, even I could see you in it though. I can't. I can. I have way too much personality. I have. Which is why I can see you in it. No, 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 no. Zayna, no, I know. Think about. I know. Politics. I did a I did a masters in diplomacy, babe. No, no, I know exactly I know. what you're saying, I, and I still think so. I think I have prime ministerial vibes. However, 
Let's look at what I know. happens when you're black and in the UK politics. No, I know. Never goes according to plan. I know, which is why I'm still saying what I'm saying. I right. still, I know exactly what you're saying, but yeah. I still, the thing is with politics in the UK, there's loads of different ways to angle it and to work in it. Yeah. You don't actually have to be but front I facing. I find it so boring. That's I the thing. I find it boring. There's working the... in policy, working in international deployment, I find that shit boring. Like I, to work in it and to be in that rat race of always having to have get things signed off, make sure it's... In, Isn't in that line. kind of what you do now, though? Yes, but there's more flexibility and there's more creativity. Mm. I think that's what I enjoy. Like, I enjoy creativity, I enjoy innovation, I enjoy doing cool shit. Mm. Whereas in politics, it's not that. It's not that. And, like, the people that genuinely want to make change for the greater good end up falling short. Like, look at fucking Jeremy Corbyn. That man still living in his house in Tottenham. A great guy. He was called an anti-Semite. He was called... I mean, because what he, he was, said was... It was. It was. I love him, but it was. What did he say? He said some. He said negative things about the Jewish community. Uh, I can't I remember word for word. Like what happened was, well, from what I know, Jeremy Corbyn was just pro-Palestine. He was pro-Palestine. Pro-Palestine to anyone means you're anti. Not necessarily. He did like there were things like I cannot remember word for word. Yeah. But there were things that he said that crossed the line, and I don't. I understand what you're saying, but like he genuinely even acknowledged where he had gone wrong and apologised for the words that he had said. I can't remember it specifically. Okay. Maybe we can find it. Let's do it. I'm yeah, we're going to find it. Yeah. yeah. But no, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I hear what you're saying in terms of, ah, oh, the good guy, whatever. But like, we actually can't think that way because ultimately that is why this country is in such disarray at the moment. Like, if we continue to just work in other sectors and not, I, I guess, like, fight the man... We're not, like, the Corbyns of the world aren't going to, they're never going to succeed. Like, and I hope and I pray that the younger generation and the next generation are more, I don't know, like, less impressionable than, like, we were and more informed about politics to make informed decisions when it comes to MP, MEP, councillors and all of those things because they are important. And you can see now that this country has turned to shit, like, Mm. absolute shit. And unfortunately, just because you're popular on social media or just because, like, we know, okay, Corbyn is the guy or this person is the person. It doesn't actually meet, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, it's it's not, it's not reflective of the true realities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm really, sorry. Let's, oh, yeah? Let's the Corbyn thing? The Corbyn Did you find thing. it? He didn't actually, he's never said anything. I'm reading The New Yorker. He has. I saw it. I've read it. He has. He has. Well, on The New Yorker, it's not saying that is The New Yorker is I'm, not even a good source of outlet for when it comes New to Yorker. stuff. The New Yorker yes, is an opinion. It's an, an opinion. It's opinion. Newspaper. It's opinion. It's an opinion piece. It's not factual. Everyone is an, every no, newspaper is an opinion piece. But I'm there. saying you're talk. You want to talk. You want to get a reference or a source yeah, for something. Have a reference. But I'm saying it, the New Yorker isn't showing, accurate. It's showing everything. It's like it's even showing what was written by. I've it? I've read the articles from BB. Like literally when it came out. Like no word of a lie. And he he he, op- he apologized. He said he said some shit. I know he apologized. <laughs> he didn't have to apologize. He did. He did. Find me, okay, so what, find me a verbatim. Let's pause this and I'll find it. Okay, we found it, we're back. (laughs) So no, basically what we're trying to say is, what I'm trying to say and I think what we're trying to say is like, we agree, like in reality, in a a lovely world, right? Supporting Palestine Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're against Israel. Yeah. But the way the media make it out to see and the way a lot of people make it out to see Mm. is that if you're against one, no, if you're for one, you're against the, the other. other. Yeah. Right. You can't be both. Yeah. Which, 
ridiculous. It's stupid. So yeah. for me, so I, and I think everyone should support. So there's this charity organization called Bloody Good Period, which I really, really love. And it was founded by this Jewish woman. She's also a labor. Her name's Gabby Adlin. She's not CEO anymore, but she stepped down, whatever, founder. And like when all of this was happening, cause I really, really love this charity. I was like, I actually want to hear from someone within the Jewish community that has range because yeah. a lot of people will speak on this topic and have, you yeah. know, the viewpoint yeah. that, that you have. And she obviously labor Jewish. This is going to be a lot. So mm. she put out statements and this is how I actually found out what was going on and understood it. And like, she is very, she has the view of the same view that we have, which is like, you can support Palestine and be Jewish, mm-hmm. like, and still obviously love your home country, but understand that what they're doing Dude, is wrong yeah. and understand that, Things need to happen and things need to change. Cool. So what actually happened was, right, the Equality and Human Rights Commission did an investigation into the Labour Party. Yeah. Basically, because there were allegations of anti-Semitism within the Labour Party. Party. Exactly, under Jeremy Corbyn. So this commission is completely independent, independent, right? This commission found that numerous people within the Labour Party, including... Jeremy Corbyn, mm. there were things like, again, I haven't, I cannot remember from like the full, full report, but like there were things that were basically found and we can link it, we can link it, whatever. But they basically found that like they had done some shit and he had done some shit so and rightly it? so, pardon? What like they it? had said, it was in terms of like their processes, like the way they would have been lobbying. Some people, obviously not him, but like some people within the party had said like really foul things, yeah. but it was just more about the way that they had handled certain situations and some of the things that they had said, which rightly so, like they had said that, like no one is, I'm, I am never saying that he isn't one for the people. Mm. But again, as we both, we both know when you are talking about, you know, Israel, there's certain way, there's certain things that you can and can't say because yeah, that's why you have to discuss, talk around it. Exactly. Basically. So yeah, they found that there were several. I, I think, I, I'm not disputing what you're saying. So I, I do but, remember seeing this that they did find anti-Semitism, but I'm saying him as a human being. What did he directly do? Stroke say that? As in, it's all in. It's all in here. Verbatim. It's all in here. You can read it, and I'll send I, I will, it to you. I'll send it to you. 100. percent I have seen. I know we apologize, but as the leader of a party, mm-hmm. he has to apologize for the work of his party. But he that doesn't mean it's him as an individual. But it's he like, did apologize for him as well. That's 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 what I'm trying to say. I know, but I'm just, I, I, know, I know what you're saying. We're saying the same yeah. thing. I just need to see, I need to see. Do you know what it is? Corbyn is our no, guy. I no, I love him too. I love him. I saw oh, him on the, man, did, I, man, did I not see him on the train and I ran and said, I love you, my <laughs> prime minister. I gave him my tote. I said, yeah. here you go, take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it. He brought my it to man, a, pro- man, he man. brought it to a protest. I was very happy. Very happy. But like, that is the thing. Like at the end of the day, like politicians, being a politician is fucking hard. It's so hard. And you're going to upset someone. Yeah. Like fam, do you not remember when Diane Abbott was just drinking on the train? She's not the first to drink a little can of oh. M&S on the train. I, I mean, it's because, <laughs> but do you know what? It's because of her that I now know about those canned drinks and oh. M&S, child. <laughs> no, honestly, percentage profit. Yeah. Something. No, but like, that's the thing. And unfortunately with Corbyn, I feel like obviously conservative party, all of his ops basically are yeah. going to run with this yeah. and be like, look at him. He's so a, awful when he's not. A, a thousand percent. It was a smear campaign. Definitely overhyped. However, I think the current party we have in power now. Conservatives. The fuck them. Shit they have done. Hey, guys. This is what you lot wanted, didn't it? I, you lot voted for I'm Brexit. Like, you would rather a man who is 
Yes. Stealing. Yes. Yes. Before our very yes. eyes, we are watching this man steal from yep. the poor and the hungry. Yep. Like a robber. Ah, have you like been a thief in the night? Bro. Have you bro. seen the article about how he would take chopping yeah. up the cut budgets of a primary school? Oh, I saw that. And he, he said he want to feed the kids. To one of his, his one wife's, of his, yep. One his wife's friend. Always. Keep it in the family. No, but guys, Niall, the thing is, do you know what it is? You think people in this country are intelligent. That's That's what you think. They have the rage of pinky. Of my fucking pinky. Like when I see um, clips on like LBC when they're talking about the migrants issue, even this isn't a fucking issue. It's not, issue. it's not an issue. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. Where is the problem? It's not. Where is the problem? When they, do you know what? Oh, it's scapegoating. Just, oh, I literally grind. But, but you have, bro. In, on the Beyonce's internet. Bro. Oh, but you have to remember as well, like, we have the range. It's sad, you know, because school is free in the UK as well. And people yeah. still don't have the range. Yeah, 100%. Like, they don't, there's so much brainwashing and it's, it's really sad because it's like, when you look at the people who vote, mm-hmm. like, all, the people who have the range, they, the, there are even people that we know that like, oh, I can't be bothered to vote. But thing is, even some people that have range don't always vote in line with how we view things because they have their own Agenda. Agenda. Yeah. Which is fair. I would rather you vote because you have your own agenda than vote because of. But then, if that's the case, I should be voting conservative. No, no, that's the thing. Like, I feel like. And I'm not going to do that. A lot of people probably tend to vote or switch and vote in Labour to Tory, which I I don't really care where you vote. No, I can't lie. Fuck that. But. That sounds really bad. Do you know what it is? I can never. It's not that I don't respect conservatives. I, I respect people being able to vote. I do. We a hundred percent voting and for an informed reason. A like hundred because of taxes, or yeah. you're voting because of like just quality of life. Mm-hmm. You're, vo- you're vo- like you're voting for things that make sense. Yeah. If you're voting because you want more money for the NHS, if you're voting because you want them to stop migrants from coming over in boats, if you're voting for those reasons, and to me, you're fucking stupid because what you're vo- you're voting on the premise of hate. Mm. Yeah. Through, you despise this one thing so much, and you think that this other group is gonna make happen people or make it easier for people, and that that's gonna impact your life. It really isn't. Yeah. It really isn't. Yeah. I think are on literally less than twenty pounds a week. It's not even like them being on less than anything. It's like they're people at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, so many people have been so desensitized and like- and they're you, not the problem either. They're not the problem. We need to remember like, we're very fortunate in the UK. Like very. we, we're not, we've had our world wars, you know? We we've had our, enough we've caused enough problems and other people have had to pick up the pieces. And, and I think still picking up picking the pieces, up, like, you have to think like, God forbid, but say something happened to us today in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, a natural disaster. And we had to flee to Spain, and they were like, "No, they would. We, we wouldn't even what assume that they would. Up. We wouldn't even assume that they would tell us no. Yeah. We would. There were people who would think it is their right to go to another country and seek safety. But you lot are telling people, nah, you can't come here, mm. even though their homes have been destroyed for something that has not like nothing to do with them. Everything to do with us. Everything to do with us. And that's why I think, to me." And like, I know this might sound a bit controversial, but I think that's why the Ukraine situation really hurt my heart a lot because I felt like we were so open it. We were were so welcoming and rightly so we should be welcoming, but we should keep that same energy. Everyone, everyone, it doesn't matter. Like I have so many friends who came here on asylum, refugees, even our own parents. Like my grandma came here on a boat. (laughs) 
Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like my grandma came on a boat. Like you lot asked for her to come here. Yeah. She didn't want to be here. Yeah. She got here and said, oh, it's cold. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and now the way that we're treating people, it's just so awful. And you've got it's these- like when it benefits you. Yeah. You and you see pretty and I'm like, but are your parents not immigrants? Like, you man wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for migration. Mm. And it's like, our nation's dish is what? Chicken tikka masala. How the fuck do you think we got that? Yeah. You think we made that up? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the British did make it no, up. No, but like, where but did it come from? Of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course we made it up, but like reasons. migration, hello. Yeah. Like everything is migration. If you took away all of the immigrants in the UK, even London, ah, you lot would be struggling. 100%. And I also feel like it's important to recognise the reason and the root reason as to why countries are left in these, countries are kind of in these, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Situations? Yeah, countries are in these unstable situations. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's a product of colonialism. Yeah. It's a product of colonialism. 100%. Like, if it wasn't for the British Bruh. going into Africa, mm-hmm. cutting up countries, creating new countries, then there wouldn't be such disarray within yeah. these spaces. Yeah. If it wasn't for the British invasion of was it Iraq or Afghanistan? Iraq. They did both. Both. So, so you know what, do you know what I mean? Like terrorist groups wouldn't have been wouldn't have been created, and from that ISIS wouldn't have been created. Hundred percent. And from that ISIS wouldn't be in Syria, in Iraq, causing causing so much commotion, causing so much terror that people wouldn't have to flee. Like all of it comes stems back to the it's same us. source. It's, it's us. It's us. So why we are, we are upset the problem about the? Why are we upset that we're reaping the repercussions? No, yeah. What am I saying? You're saying it. You're reaping the be- be- rewards of your behavior. Yeah. I can't think of the No, words, you're right. You're saying everything you're saying is completely yeah. right. And like, this is so random, but I was watching Jack Ryan, a really good show on Prime. And in the first season, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But in the first season, mm-hmm. it basically speaks about like, it, it shows you kind of like how this terrorist organization formed. Yeah. And I'm not going to act like this is the case with everything because obviously it's, um, it's, a, it's a TV series. Yeah. But from like my studies and stuff and like, because I studied diplomacy, business and trade and a lot of it was like on anti-terrorism, peacekeeping. Like, imagine, right? You come to my, I, Naya, and, Naya Zibs, we're countries. Yeah. You come to my country, you destroy it. Mm. I'm a young child. I'm mm. going to grow up fucking hating you, bro. Oh, of course. I'm going to get my lick back. Yeah. That's that's all I'm thinking in my head. I've yeah. grown up with you killing my people, destroying my home. Like, that's all I've seen. That's all I know. And I have no idea why the hell you're doing it. I'm mm. clearly going to grow up hating you and resenting you. And it's like, this is literally what is happening all over the world. Yeah. Like, people are going into other countries, destroying it. And then you're mad 20 years later when these yeah. young people have risen up and they're now like, okay, yeah, cool. I need to fight back and I need to do yeah, this. Yeah, and f- Yeah. Like, fuck you lot. And I'm not saying it's justified. Like, war, in my opinion, is never justified. But, like, you can understand where they're coming from in the sense of, like, you got me, I'm gonna get you. And it's like, where does it really end? It doesn't end. And it's like, now that we're in a place where we know better, we're trying to tell these people, oh, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Let's keep the peace. Like, what? Like, reparations that they know aren't gonna come. These men are seeing slavery. Slaves aren't even getting reparations. And we're thinking- Oh, right. And have you... We stopped paying back slave owners in 2015. Crazy. Our taxes. And then I also saw recently as well that like, even in the UK, all of these, there are a lot of schemes that they've put out. For example, there's like a Windrush scheme where you can get like reparations, all of that. A lot of it's going to Eastern Europeans. What do you mean? Like Eastern Europeans are claiming the stuff from the Windrush rather than the actual Caribbeans. Yeah, it came out today in a report. 
Um, Nadine writes, she writes for like The Guardian. She's like a race correspondent, like the first one. She she spoke about it like, I think it was yesterday or the day before. It's crazy. So even with the, the stuff that they're trying to do, like, oh, we'll help you, we'll help. Or we care about the Caribbeans, we care about these people. Like, no. It's not coming through. It's not. It's not. And it's so sad. And like, I think for us who grew up under a Labour government, we're really seeing the way that the system is failing everyone. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it on TikTok. There's like this museum where they've got everything in rice. Have you seen that? No. I'll send it to you. But basically there's this place in the UK, also try and link it, but they, they basically have like, in rice grains, they're like, how many people wait for the NHS before uh, 2019 and how many people are waiting there now? How many people who've been displaced? How many refugees there are in the world? Yeah, but it's yeah, all yeah. shown in like rice proportions. Oh, that's Insane. It's, it's amazing. And it's just like, it really just shows you like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. it's insane oh of course definitely took ages but it's just really insane and i think it's sad that the world is turning to shit and there's actually nothing you can do about it like i mm. cycled down oxford circus the other day mm. the amount of homeless people i saw it's naya so sad naya i went to charing cross underground i've never seen it like that so i've so never so seen it like that so bad it's getting worse yeah i remember i used to work in the homeless sector as well yeah so like i couldn't believe it like, couldn't believe it. That's really upsetting. And all of these people, remember in COVID, they housed them in hotels, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. So they can do it. They just choose not to. They just choose to give money to their friends, their billionaire friends. This is why I'm saying we it's need nuts. more people to actually fight. Like, if we just let them do whatever the fuck they want. We need to be like France. We That's need to riot. We need to Can't be. lie. We need to them, be like the French. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Do you not see how they they banned the abayas in the school in France, though? Okay, then like they I need to the riot people. for that. Okay, I need the people. I like how they like to riot. I, they will burn no. the streets down. They'll burn they it for the white man. They, okay, fair. But we need that energy. Yeah, they the white. The, the white. Hold on. The white people need to riot. Oh, yeah, Black okay. people stay at home. Yeah. Everyone who can riot, yeah. y'all riot for us. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how they'll be locking us up. Didn't Pretty Patel even say, oh, you lot can't even protest with noise? Do you not remember the anti-protesting legislation? Oh God, that was so ridiculous. That's, that's still a thing, you know? We can go and protest day, they'll lock us up. Ah! That is ridiculous. Meanwhile, when the people are sticking their hands to the to the floor and people can't go for the ambulance. Do you know what, to be fair? I shouldn't have ever been mad at those people. Because I was never mad at them. I was kind of mad because I felt like they were disrupting the wrong people. Yeah, but that's the only way you can only disrupt disrupt to make disrupt the politicians. Life. But how are you gonna do that? Do all of By that doing, outside the House of Commons. Like doing this. Do you have protest outside the House of Commons? And then no, I'm not saying things. protest. You see where the cars go? Yeah. Stick your hands there, babe. Okay. Fine. Do some real damage there. Yeah. Like go to the where the eat the rich. Yeah. Not the not the woman who's trying to see her mum who's in hospital. Like. Yeah. Oh no. Agree. I don't rate. I don't. It's. I feel like inconvenient protesting, I'm all for it, but not the everyday person because it's not our fault. Mm. It's, it's, they don't care. Yeah. Like the politicians are sitting there eating their lunch, expensing it. Oh, expensing it. And they're in the car fine. They don't, they no rush. No rush mm. for them. It's not hurting them. To be honest, there's, there's always a lot of protesting outside uh, number 10, often. They might not need to. It doesn't really do much. They don't care. It doesn't do much. Remember, like, Black Lives Matter, the protests outside, all outside, um, what's it called? No, it was, uh, but it was a Nigerian protest. It was NSARS when they went outside. Well, outside mm. um, embassy? The embassy. We walked down because it was around the corner mm. from number 10. They're it's not like, gonna say anything. Like saying, what are they gonna anything. say? It doesn't do anything. It's they don't care. When you disrupt the masses 
and it's making enough noise that something actually happened. But, I know it's unfortunate that people. Don't but nothing happened. Mom. I mean, it's on the news. People are talking about it. It's making headlines. That's what's happening. It's causing a buzz. That's what a protest is. It's just making noise about a topic. It's yes, it's about disrupting the rich, but the only way you can disrupt the rich is by disrupting what makes them money. So if people aren't able to go to work to make rich people money, that's disrupting. Their but income. people, it's not really. It is. No, they're not coming to work. Affecting the person who can't get to work. I know exactly. It's no, affecting everybody. No, it's but the person everybody. who, babe, one worker or a couple of workers yeah. not coming to work is not hurting the CEO of a multi-million dollar company. You never know. It, like, in reality, it's not. Like, let's yeah, be yeah, fucking no, for no, real. No, no, no. But just causing disruption to the masses. I, I understand the rationale. I, I go to like go it, to I the understand. go to where they have the private jets. Go not to the country. People are there, and that's not going to make enough noise. That's. Social media, social media, blow that shit up, bro. If you need someone to help you with your strategy, I will help you. But like, you're doing it in the wrong place. It's it's really, I think it's not can, impactful. I think both can, both can work at the same time. Mm. In tandem with each other. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm just not for it because mm. it doesn't, you, you could have just not done that and nothing would have happened. Mm. Agreed. Literally. Did you ever, um, did you ever, when the queen died, did you ever ask your parents how they felt about it? What? No, just something that just came to my mind. So when you're speaking about wind rushes, the stuff, queen. I was like, wondering, do you ever why, ask do, why does she care about the queen? No, because I actually asked because it was everywhere. Like I was at work and I it was I like don't a thing. Like it was. I felt like everybody was low key. Like felt you may not have felt grief or sadness, but you felt something. So I remember like when I came in, I asked my mum like, so like how do you feel about the queen dying? She said she told me that she has a very complex response to the monarchy. Mm-hmm based off of her being from Biafra and being Igbo and from Enugu. Mm. If you've read Jamanda Ngozi's book, Half of the Yellow Sun, it basically talks about the Biafran war. I would 110% recommend everyone read that book. It's so fucking powerful. Um, but yeah, and she was saying how she can't forgive the British for what they did to Nigerian children. In mm. Because during the Biafran war, the British actually stopped all goods that were coming from Israel, actually. Israel was the only country that supported Biafra. Goods, food, things that were coming to Biafra to feed, like, the soldiers, feed the children, feed the mothers. And they bombed them. They stopped them from coming. So a lot of children ended up dying of, like, malnourishment, kwashikor. Mum said that she remembers walking the streets and just seeing dead kids on the road because they're just malnourished. Mum said that she ate a lizard once because there was no food. Like, it was intense. So... When we speak, when you were speaking about how a young person growing up can see something, see how their country's been destroyed by someone else, and grow resentment, mm. like my mom is literally an example of yeah. that. Someone who witnessed it firsthand. Even though my mom's actually British, she was born here, but just went back there for school. Oh, she witnessed it firsthand. She saw it all happen in four K. She heard the stories from her mom. She heard the stories from her dad. Yeah. So it's like. I, I, and yet, as an adult, she looked at the queen dying and she said, you did nothing. Yeah. You sat there and you did absolutely nothing. Yeah. So why should I now cry, <laughs> grieve Bruh. you? Yeah. Grieve the millions of children yeah. that died because you chose to sit on your ass and do nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, like, just going back to what you said about no. young people growing up, because... 
My mum's still around. And honestly, I mean? like, it wasn't that long ago. It, it wasn't. Was and that's the thing. A lot of these things that the monarchy have done, it's not that long ago. And I think they try to make it seem like racism and slavery and all these things were so beyond our time. And they, mm-hmm. you know, make the pictures in black and white. But there are people who are still alive, our parents and grandparents included, mm-hmm. who have horror stories and yeah, it's first hand it, first hand accounts it, it's really happened. bad i think for me like and my family obviously i see it from two different sides because we're caribbean and like um african but like when my when my grandparents came here my mom was born here my dad wasn't but when my grandma came here on my mom's side so like her experience wasn't pretty mm-hmm. i don't think she she's in dominica at the moment but like I don't think she'd have anything positive to say about the queen. Yeah. I mean, they were literally for not forced, but they were like, come to the UK, come to the UK, come mm. to the UK. And she came to be told no blacks, no Irish. Yeah. No gingers. <laughs> no, not, you know, I mean, she didn't say nothing about that. She said oh. they were, she said for her, they were fine. But mm. for her, like it was blacks, Irish. And it was just like, you repeat, she was literally treated like piece of shit. Um, my grandpa who had like amazing skills, whatever, they didn't give a fuck. Like, it, it was very, very hard, like, for years and years and years. And I think, you know, that's why I've always said, even on previous episodes, like, if I was to, not if, when I create the impact that I want to on the world, like, if they ever offered me an MB or something, I wouldn't take it. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't, there's so many things wrong with the monarchy and I feel like I can't support it. I understand why it exists. I get why it's there. But what it's done to people who look like us and people don't, who don't even look like us as mm. well, like, it's so sad that so many people have a story and the way they've tried to erase our, not the way, the way they have erased our history over the years. And we're still fighting to be heard. And even when you learn about the British empire, they tell you things like they used to say, the sun never sat on the British empire. They teach it in a way Mm -hmm. on this celebrate the history of Britain and not actually show the horrors and the, disdain that it caused like I, I'll always remember that like, we like, were in know, the history. same history class yeah and Mr. Mr. Whatever I, yeah and I didn't ever feel like these people were bad I yeah. never I never I never felt like I was writing in my book smiling I never and the thing is we both are people who from a very young age would always challenge oh yeah so the fact that we didn't even learn that and you we, were given the opportunity to challenge exactly because, because you only saw it in one way exactly which is problematic very problematic I'd be interested to know if any of that teaching has changed? Oh, 100%. I want to know. Do yeah, you think I it has? Know. I'd love to know. I think they might have changed what you learn about. Because even they... Black History. Do you remember when we watched <laughs> Roots? Oh, I feel like we watched... <laughs> yeah. I remember we watched that in class. Why the fuck did they make us watch Roots? And that was like awful. No, but why did they make us watch Roots? I remember... And I was stuck in Nigeria for a bit. This was like the year we both went. Yeah. And I was stuck. And I came back. And I think you guys had watched like one part. Yeah. And I'd come back and there was like the second part. Yeah. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? It was so... It was, I was like, is this what they think? so bizarre. I was like, is this what they think Naya and I do in Nigeria? Or like... <laughs> like, I was like, what's happening? And then the white girls in the class were crying. Oh and I was God, just the like... The white kids. The white oh kids. My God. Give me more. Give me more. It's so sad. <laughs> oh my god it's ridiculous like that was so problematic and you know they showed us this like really traumatic film and like i don't think anyone spoke to us after or there was any type of no like we didn't like that was very traumatic to watch it was like oh watch this next lesson guys yeah yeah yeah. like there was no like conversation about how do you feel you know no safeguarding no safeguarding yeah no safeguarding that was really wild it was a it it was a time what now i think about it also do you remember as well back in school um 
you weren't here for six form, but in six form, I did politics, right? Mm. And in one section, we did US politics. Oh. So that, towards the end of that, it was about race and identity, I think. Like, social oh. society and identity, something like that. Okay. So, obviously, this was, like, during the height of BLM. Ooh. During the height of um, Mike Brown. And also, Trayvon Martin had passed, like, a couple years prior. So, it was very much, like, yeah. boom. And I was very... Do you know when you're, like, oh, fired up? Oh. Ready to fight? I know how it would have so, been if I was in that class, girl. Oh, sister. So, I remember my teacher, like... Showing us like the Mike Brown case, showed us the news report, and she also showed us the interview of the police officer that killed Mike Brown. And throughout the entire thing, I said that was a 15-year-old child. He was younger than me. He deserved to live. That was my opinion about the whole thing. Everyone was backing me. Everyone's like, yep, yep. But obviously there was the white conservative people in my class who obviously vote Tory, that obviously were very like you know, the blacks are dangerous. Like the What? Are I can't lie. Sorry. He never said that, but it was in what they were saying. Okay. Like, of course he was like that. Of course he was dangerous. Of course, like, when the police officer is telling his story saying, he banged the door, he did this, he did that. And, I, and then after that video, the teacher looked at me and he said, she said, well, doesn't that seem believable? Like, don't you believe that? And I said, there was two people that were there. One of them is dead. So why should I listen to the person that killed him to justify his actions. End of the day, he will always say whatever he can to justify killing a black person. And he will always see it as justified because of the color of that person's skin. Yeah. He was a child. Yeah. And I remember like, after that session, I just got up and I walked out. I couldn't even sit in that classroom Of course. Anymore. And it was because I was still seen as like a child in sixth form. Mm. Who do I complain to? Who do I, how do I even complain about that? Because yeah. Everyone around me was saying that, no, you're being dramatic. Like, obviously, this should have happened. Like, obviously, he was violent. Obviously, this. So I'm like, this is ha- actually how you view black people. Yeah. And I think my, like, I think renaissance of things happened at that age. Because mm. as an adult, I looked back and I was like, how did I allow, a t- how can a teacher, There's no way. a teacher say that to yeah. a black a black child and because they think it's okay and because at the end of the day they don't see you as a child they don't see that black girls remember child q black girls are not able to child q Q? um so child q wait victoria columbi no 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 we don't know who her name child q was the the girl girl yes like her hair was pulled and all that no 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 child q wait let me get onto child q in one second i think what i was trying to say is the situation that happened with you, we already know that young black girls are not able, they're not seen as young black girls. Mm. Like the adultification of black girls, like literally from the age of like six, you're seen as an adult. Like that is just fact. Like that is why these situations keep happening in young black kids. They they see them as thugs, literally. And it's, it's crazy to think that because like, you're not allowed to be innocent. And the reason I brought up Child Q and Child Q was the young girl in North London who was assaulted yes. by a police officer in the presence of her teacher. Yeah. Um, and they, stripped, basi- right? yeah, they yeah. strip searched her um, and she was on her period and she basically ended up like dropping out of school and there were all of these allegations um, and her parents never, were never told about that incident. Um, they, w- they realized stuff was wrong with her and she was very depressed, suicidal. And then her parents found out a year later, literally. And that's how the investigation started. And from that investigation, they found that that is not even like one of one. There are hundreds and thousands of young black girls across London and the UK who have been strip searched by police officers. Their parents don't know. In the presence of teachers, they haven't been informed. And it's very, it's very, unfortunately, it's common. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was saying. Like, 
That happened to like a 13 year old girl. Her parents were never told that happened. She never told her parents it happened. Only a year later. Oh, they, they smelt cannabis. Yeah. And they didn't. That's just ridiculous. <sighs> it's just really unfortunate that... The education system just failed us. It, it does. And I want to know... I would like to say that it's different now, but obviously with things like child care, it clearly isn't. So, yeah. It's I would love to, to just sh- see what it's like now. The thing is, right, and this is what I was saying about, like, me saying that I can see you in politics, and I even see myself mm. in politics, like... I studied my master's because I wanted to be a diplomat because I wanted to be in politics. Mm. And I realized very early on that same like you, as you said, I have too much of a personality Mm. to do this in this country. I cannot be that person that holds their mouth, like just doesn't say anything. And I can't be impartial. If something is wrong and something's unjust, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say something about it because I'm not that type of person. Do you know what I mean? And it's unfortunate that the system is making it so that people like us aren't in positions of power to actually affect change. But we do have to rise up. And I think with teach, like I work with young girls right now through the job that I have. I wouldn't say it's representative of the whole UK, but I've worked with a lot of young girls in London. And I'm not mm. gonna lie, like the stories that I hear, ah, man. even just like two weeks ago, Damn. the stories that I hear about racism, I heard one girl, one girl was doing blackface in school. She got a stick and started calling people slaves and like whipping them around. They had it on video. They told the teacher nothing happened. Yeah. Like so many, so many stories. And it's like, because of organizations that where I work, like Black Girl Fest, for example, we've been able to give them the tools so they know what to say to the teachers. It's so important. But we're we're not even 1%. Like we're not even 0.1%. Do you know what I mean? And that's only something that, that's not something we do all the time. That's not what mm. we, it's we, not, what we do. Yeah, to do. it's not our intention to do. And yeah. we shouldn't have to. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why charities, like, charities aren't meant to exist. I hope everyone knows that. Mm. We're not meant to have a cancer research. We're not meant to have a British Heart Foundation. Yeah. These things aren't meant to exist. The point of charities is for them to not exist. But unfortunately, because black young girls don't have the range, you see so many of these groups popping up, popping up now to help them articulate their thoughts. But, I don't know. I think like we just have to support one another. Yeah. Like we have to be more active in our communities. Like mm. I-, I also think that's what the, our platform is as well. Like, yeah. Our platform is, I think that's one thing that I came in here with the intentions of doing is having that space where we talk about stuff like this and that people that listen may maybe feel a little bit more informed or feel better equipped to go out into the world and to have conversations than if they ever come up against something that was problematic. Because I know I didn't have that when I was a kid and I would have yeah. loved to have that when I was at school. I'd have loved to have the range of times my yeah. teachers when they did things that were racist or problematic. Yeah. I would have loved that, but I didn't have it. A hundred percent. That's what the space is. It's healing our inner children. No, it is. And healing like, our inner child. I ge- genuinely, like Naya and I, we went to school together and I yeah. kid you not, there were so many microaggressions, so many. horrible situations that, that we crazy. went through. And it's like, we are very, we are, we were intelligent then, we're intelligent now. And the thing is also, what's even crazier now is like, they were adults and they were like our age, like our age now was probably like the youngest person yeah. then. Like they were like, they gaslit the fuck out of us. In their 30s, they weren't even like old people. Yeah, no. Like they were young. Yeah. And they believe what they're saying to be true. And they, they were, were bullies. Power. They were bullies. Oh, remember Fat Fridge? 
fuck her, man. Fat fridge. And I don't like saying people's names on on, on Fat fridge. But if Fat fridge ever hears this podcast, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I can't lie. I'll say the name that I want to fuck you. Miss Kalantari. Oh, fuck, fuck that you. Bitch. Fuck that Fuck bitch. you. There are certain fuck teachers. I don't, the thing is, I don't even remember what she looks like. But oh, like, yeah, there are certain. No, honestly. It's, 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 like, it's I might look rat. at her and be like, it's a rat. Like, it's a rat. And then she'll be happy to see it. She's like, oh my God, I just met someone she knows. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. You Literally. Were you were a horrible awful. person. And I that, was awful too, but you no, were but awful. Why do you get into teaching if you just are like that? Like, yeah. why? Not everyone should be a teacher. Not everyone should be a teacher. Especially and, a high school teacher. No, honestly. And these men would be like, oh, I went to the best uni. Okay, so why are you here then? <laughs> okay. And like, that why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> you went to Oxford. Okay, and you're here. Look, literally, like, I don't <laughs> understand. I'm so I don't understand why you're here. I remember one of my, my history teacher, I was like, oh, what uni did you go to? He was like, Exeter. I was like, that sounds really good, sir. He was like, yeah. I was like, so why are you a teacher? He's like, now back to work. <laughs> back to work. Oh, <laughs> I was like, um. You didn't have to read him like that. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, no. Don't get it. But like, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I think I definitely want to find more organizations that I can continue to support and like, yeah plug the younger people that I know with because hearing the stories at work it really did hurt my heart and I was happy that we could help them mm. but there are people who there are black kids who are probably the the one the one black in the village oh yeah and yep. you sis if you're listening trust me you'll get through it yeah because I was so fortunate that I had sisters who looked like me mm. that could support me but imagine being the only one, babe. Imagine being the only black... Because London, we're so fucking lucky. Yeah, so it's lucky. diverse. London, Manchester, Birmingham. You've got, you know, all these different cultures coming in between. But like, if you're in, I don't know, Ebb's Fleet, I don't know if that's a real place. No, but that's a real place. Is that a real place? place? Sure that you got that. <laughs> that's a real place. Okay. But, <laughs> but like, if you're there, I don't know how many blacks there are. But do you know what I mean? No blacks in Not even just being black, but like being black, Asian, mixed, like, bro, I, just other. Mm. just other like even my and that's why i even brought up the paris thing that it really hurt me as well because like i have muslim friends for example and like i like that sounds weird but like a lot of people in my family are muslim like my dad's muslim and like imagine being black muslim woman it's too much huh? need a break. like so they're just coming for you everywhere, everywhere. like you can't even breathe. So when I even saw the news of what was happening in France, like they had banned the abaya in schools, it hurt my heart so much because you will see there's videos, right, of these young black girls walking into school with their abayas and being told no by the head teacher wearing the maxi dress. She's wearing a long maxi dress. If you don't know what a buyer is, a buyer is basically a loose maxi dress. Mm. There's no difference. Mm-hmm. But it's just a traditional wear. But it's literally a long dress. Mm-hmm. I said... What's in return a buyer and what a nun wears? No difference. But they've now banned it, banned it in schools. If I, if I was like my... Okay, so like my Nigerian side of the family, right? Mm. Let's say we decided to live in Nigeria. Let's say we decided to live in France. We didn't come to the UK or my family didn't move to America. Let's put my American family in the UK right now. My little cousin, who is five years old, she wears an abaya, she wears a little headscarf. She's so fucking cute. Love her. They would have turned her away at school. Do you think her mum is going to, like, she's going to go home school. She's not going to school. What do you mean she has to show her hair and she has to wear a tank top? She doesn't want to wear a fucking tank top. Yeah, we're homeschooling. Like, it's so unfortunate. And I think, like, governments, not only just in the UK, but around the world, like, we have a responsibility to protect each other. And it's just... 
it honestly like- It's letting hate win. Yeah. It feels like hate's winning right now, but I'm trying to stay positive. Oh yeah, that, that's how it's felt since the Trump administration. Do you think? Good, since Trump came in, hate has just been winning. Yeah. People have been open with their hate. There's yeah. never been a thing, there's no censorship anymore. There's yeah. no level of, there's no level of mutual respect. Let's yeah. Nobody respects anyone. Human beings are just human beings to some people. So, I don't know, man. Hopefully things will change. Yeah, there's stuff that we can do to, like, uplift our spirits. Obviously, yeah. being around people. Dressing talk- cute for work. Yes, <laughs> dressing cute for work. And actually just calling out the bullshit when yeah. it happens as well. Call out, mate. Like, call, call it out. out. Don't ever feel afraid to speak up and use your voice. And I feel like if anyone tries to dim your voice or dim your light, especially in a work setting leave it's not for you yeah 100%. it's not for you Agreed. like your peace is so important like quit they can job. find they can find someone else to replace you in 2.5 seconds that's what Beyonce said I just quit my job literally quit it quit she it and find someone else Beyonce is a bitch and I never speak to her bitch ever again oh oh because of what she did to y'all fuck that bitch yeah Beyonce. fuck her. I'm not gonna lie I don't really rate her either right now I'm livid I'm livid hey Naya livid. hey Naya it's Beyonce <laughs> Oi, when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. Then you see the Tiffany necklace. Zainab, Zainab, I'm fuming. Like, since yesterday, I've been angry. I woke up this morning angry. Do you know what's so funny? Now I came here with her Renaissance bag. (laughs) 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 I saw Desi and the girls there. I said, okay. Meeting Miss Tina. Yeah. 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 They got Tiffany necklaces. That was crazy. They got a personal message from Beyonce where she said their names. Yep. They got the VIP experience. Mm-hmm. They got a book. They yeah. got the Beyonce coffee table book. The coffee table book looked amazing. Stunning. Stunning, Zainab. Stunning. Is, you can even buy that shit. <laughs> Man. It's, so, it's, it's very disappointing. It's not our fault. I can't lie. My I friends don't... bad vibes. That's why. It's what we, we deserve this. It's what we deserve. Do we? It's what we deserve. I she like... gave them Kate Trinada. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Diana when I saw fucking Ka- rock, it was her birthday. Though. I don't give a fuck what it is. Okay. I don't give a fuck what we give are dreaming, girls. Give us the same motherfucking. Give us the same motherfucking. Even DJ Khaled with the belly was there. I, I said, woo. I didn't even want to see it. I After said, woo. I had to close woo. my eyes. Because surely not. Yeah. Surely not. And I can't lie, LA did the mute challenge like oh, perfectly. Perfectly. Perfect. I saw it from every angle. Yeah. I said, whoa. Silence. <laughs> Literally. Um, and you know they did it good and Beyonce jumps up and down afterwards. That's when she was like, yeah, y'all yeah, ain't. Killed it. Y'all ain't. Killed yeah. it. She said, y'all ain't. Yeah, but quickly though, what do you think of like the recent scandal at the concert? Because I feel like everyone was what there. scandal? You know how everyone's like, oh my God, Kylie and Timothy. Oh, they look the same. I don't even think it's real. It's like twins. It's PR. I don't. I, it's, it's, I Them don't kissing. Care. Everyone's talking about the Selena drama. Because apparently Timothy and Selena are like besties. And then they were talking about how Hayley, Kendall and Justine were all there. But they were in different sections. You know, I love a little bit of goss. Yeah. I was like, this is so interesting. I genuinely feel like the internet makes up shit. Oh, 100% they do. Yeah. But, I don't think there's any of it is real. But I don't think there's any beef. But yeah. I just find it so funny that Kylie was kissing on Timothy mm. at the concert and Travis was there. Was Travis? Travis was there. Travis Scott was there as well. So I'm just like... In the same section? I don't know if they were in the same section. Right. 
but he was there. He could have been standing. He was regardless. regardless he, was he was there. And this it's on the internet now. So oh. obviously it could be PR. A lot of things are PR with them, but I just found it like. But I'm. I think scandalous. But I think with with I don't think Kylie and Travis are actually together. I think that they were together to have babies. Kylie and Travis. Yeah. Oh, like facts. Their last baby was just. Like oh, we want another them. child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, Co-parenting. That, yeah, definitely. Like, it gives. I want all my kids to be with the same man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how they that, move. That's what it is. But that's. I feel like that's how that family moves, it's, though. It's it's glorified white trash in my opinion. But oh no, it's a glorified white trash mindset. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do you care? Like, why is why is making babies seen as that the, the love is kind mm. of missing from that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't, not like he, they don't love that child. They obviously love the child. No, of course. I, think, I don't know. There's so much value in having to relationship. With the person that you're yeah, having a child with, of course. And having a child. And fair enough, maybe a romantic relationship isn't always the best thing. But, you know, like I find Chloe to be very strange. Like, I, I used get to it. love her. I get it. You want to have a kid. You want your kids to have the same dad and have the same surname. I understand that, but it's never that serious. Mm. Like, it's, it's actually never that serious. Yeah. Your mental health your, and your peace yeah, is above that. Yeah, you would benefit from seeing two parents that love and respect each other more so than seeing yeah. having the same blood as your... Like, yeah, especially because their mom has two baby dads. Well... Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, she does. No, you're so bad. You said, can you say that? No, because Caitlin is... <laughs> yeah, no, but then Caitlin I don't, is still yeah. dad. Yeah, she's still a, yeah. still a dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dad is gender neutral. So Dad is gender neutral? I mean, in this case it is. Okay. Yeah, in this case it is, yeah. Yeah, because they refer to her as the dad. I saw she was coming out with a, a new show as well. Again? Yeah. Just, it was like a tell all. It's enough. It's enough. I've had enough. Of Last question TV. from me before we wrap up. Well, no, two questions from me before we wrap up. One, do you think you would ever kiss your new guy in front of an old guy? You would. You don't give a fuck. Would you do it intentionally? Oh, 100%. Okay, that's what I feel like Kylie was doing. I was like, fuck you! Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, okay, okay. Very big Leo energy. Okay. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I am going to lick your face. I hear it. Slap that ass. Show... Tell him it's yours. Tell him who it is, No, facts, facts. Okay, and then my next question was... I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. You're better than me. <laughs> You're better than me. I just think I just don't want the drama. I have time for it. Oh, I love it. Bring it on. Oh, no. Even more so. No. Because what can you tell me? We're not together. Yeah, we're not together. What are you going to tell me? That's the thing. I feel like whenever I even like run into an ex or an old thing, my heart is just like, this is too much. Really? Like I need it to be in a controlled environment. Mm. Like I can't, like I remember one time I went out my current thing was there. My old thing was there. Oh my God. I was at the bar. I just turned around. My old thing was right behind me. Hey. And my new thing was right next. Like, it was... hey. yeah. To be fair. Yeah. I was I mean, on ropes. Yeah. To be fair. I was like, hey. I, um, yeah, I don't know. Carry on. Yeah. Either way, it was just a very awkward situation yeah. for me. Cause I was just like, oh my gosh. And then obviously the old thing is always going to come with the raw. You look so good. Like it's been so long. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when it's like, they, I just like the new thing is here. I'm not trying to introduce you. <laughs> so I was just like, oh yeah, thanks. Quickly turn around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Get my tequila shots and go. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to, even, even the, even when you can tell that they were like, oh, do you want to? No, I don't need you to buy me any drinks, sir. No. I saw my old thing with his new thing and I was like, she's not me. 
<laughs> you tried it. It's so good when the new thing is clapped. I'm so sorry. But the new thing is always going to be clapped. I love it. Always. It makes good, fills me so much joy. No, honestly. Like, even letting go of, like, a thing and you're just like, you're never going to find anyone better than me. Like, you never. So and you know when you just laugh and you're just like, oh, that's cute. Like, you, that's cute. You thought you were, because you're never going to have one up on me. Yeah. I feel like men never like fuck up though. They always fuck down. Oh. But like with us, it's like I'm gonna move on and you're gonna feel it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I when I when I started going you, oh, it's a wrap from there. Yeah. Because you can you can never. But that's the thing with girls though. I feel like we can go back, but once we're done, oh, it's done. done. Yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing you can say that's. It's like haha. No. What was the second question? That was the second. Oh, no. The second oh. question was, would you ever expose, like, do a towel like Caitlyn? What do you mean? So, you know how, like, Kate- so Caitlyn's doing a towel on, like, how it was, like, this, I can't remember what the new one is, but it's, like, how she knew, basically, that she was Caitlyn. And, like, mm. how it was going through that whilst filming the Kardashians. Right. And, like what they said and like apparently there's just more that we don't know i don't know i mean it was when you now looking back there were some mad things that were said but yeah yeah. so that's why i'm saying like do you think that you would ever do something i mean you're obviously not like transitioning or anything but do you think like you would ever do like a tell or whether it's like a company whether it's like someone do you think you have that in you absolutely not yeah i don't care enough fez i don't like the drama however i would do reality tv would you Okay, if there was a show, I would be a great. Like what? Have you ever seen the Royal Girlfriends of Paris? No. It's basically like Royal Housewives, but just younger people, like in their twenties. Where is this on? Some Bravo. Um, But you can watch on Hey You. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's called Royal Girlfriends of Paris. I think they needed one season, but to me, I love reality TV when it's people my age because I just feel like I can. You could actually. You could have a camera follow you around. Babe. 100% 100% really get me on the screen you could do reality TV I would be a fucking icon are you sick are you sick so if I'd be an icon no I'm not denying I that would you would icon. I know I no I know I, I should be doing politics I want to be reality TV I, would be I don't think I could do reality TV oh yeah I would give them a show yeah but I don't know you, if I could like a friend of yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know the ones of. where you feature yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. come in you may have a little confessional every now and yeah. again but you're a friend of I don't think I could do the whole thing damn you know, I could do a good six months of filming Really? That's how much I would do. They'll do six months of filming, then six months at the end of six months they'll do the reunion and then they'll air it. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, Royal Girlfriends of Paris. Guys, of hello, hello, yeah. Hit her up. Hit oh, her listen, up. I would, and I'd be fucking fab. I'd be fab. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be a meme by the end of the week. Are you done? No facts. Not by four, but you know. I don't know what. Do you know what it is? I don't think I like reality TV. Okay, I'm. That's all I want. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I do. That's why I wouldn't want to do it. But I could see myself on TV, like, mm. hosting or presenting. But I couldn't see myself, like, you know my life. Mm. I just don't... I think I'm too... I'm I'm social, but I'm also very private. Oh, so there's yeah. certain things... Don't put that on yeah, the I fucking... Cut the camera! Oh, Dead ass! Dead ass! You have to be on... When you're filming, you have to yeah. be on 24-7. Yeah. Like, it's, it's no joke. Like, you have to schedule plans, schedule meetings. Like, you have filming, you have call times. Woo! Like it's serious. Like it's serious. Like it's a serious job. Like they'll come. Maybe they'll come into. So wait, if someone, day. if okay, production companies message all the time. If yeah. a production company messaged you and was like, "Hey Naya, we're running. We're like we're doing. Yeah. Show, yeah, 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 yeah." When do I come for an interview? When can we get on the phone? 
I've really? First of all, I have a family of six. There's six of us in my family. I can't lie. I'm surprised y'all don't have a show already. My family is slit on its own. Yeah. I have great friends. They're fun. I have, yeah, like everyone's just a great time. Like I just can't see it. Why don't you pitch this? I don't know. It would be so easy. But also like, if it's my family, everybody has to be involved and everybody has to be on board. Yeah. My mum's not going to be on board. Okay. Yeah. But if it was you... If it was me, yeah, 100%. If I lived on my own, 100%. Okay. But like, when I live on my own... When you live on your own, we'll pitch it. Yeah, when I live on my own, we'll pitch it. No, because we could... I'm like, no. Do you know what I mean? We could go to the production companies now. Like, let's write it. Hi. I'm ready for my testimonial. So today I'm recording the podcast. Hi, guys. Listen, let's speak into existence. Hello? Oh, 100%. If you, if Manifestation you, time. Why not? Oh, cute. Let's change the world. This is how we be changing it. Hello? <laughs> We're out here talking about it's time to shit. Let's make it go. Listen, oh, everyone needs some entertainment, child. No, because TV is getting so dead these days. We need more, especially from the UK. It's not, yeah, giving. It's not giving. I'm ready for Big Brother, Whenever though. they try, it just always falls flat. Big Brother this month, though. Remember? This month. This month. So we'll definitely be able to talk about that. And I'm going to Ibiza as well next week, so oh we'll be able to check. Next week, yeah. So oh when God, I you get your girls trip, yeah, so yeah. when I come back, I'll be able to. Oh my God! Hopefully, in the next episode, I can tell you some scandalous shit. Yeah, from hopefully, I've lost my voice. I'll oh come back God, like you from Malta. <laughs> That's. It. I can't lie. If I haven't lost my voice, I didn't do it well. You have to go back. I'm sending you right back. I mean, I'm going to Paris the week after, so we can also do. Wow, you're really outside. Rock on! One thing wasn't she's gonna get on a flight. First anyway, of all, I haven't been on a flight this year. That's a lie. I went to one place this year. I'm Sam for two days. Took the train. No, I took a plane. I went for two days for my birthday. Need to go on a flight. Yeah, but that, like, ugh, come on. That's, not, that's, that's, that's nothing for you all to be. Honest. That is not normal. Yeah. I'm itching like a crackhead. I think I've only been on one flight this year. Like, who am I? I've been to Malta and that's it. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Isn't it? It's. I'm making up for summer. That's why I said summer starts now. Yeah. I'm going to Dubai on Christmas. So whoop, 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 whoop. But anyway, guys, let's wrap this up. Yes. Per- oh my God. We haven't recorded in forever. I know, but it was so great. Was so Make sure you that. follow us on everything. At T with a slice of shade. At Nayadichi. At It Sibs on everything. We love you guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.